Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We serve a God of new beginnings. His strength is perfect and more than enough to see us through. Today on Better Together, Victoria Osteen, Lisa Bevere, Crystal Evans-Hurst, and Hosanna Wong are with us, and we're all talking about how to be strong in the Lord. Come on, join us. You know, we had a 40th anniversary at our church a few years back, and um, I don't remember exactly all of the list of small things, the, the total list of all the small things that were going wrong. I just remember <laughs> there was a season of things, and you know, you have those seasons where it's just like, can it just stop? The little small things that weren't the end of the world, but the cherry on top or the straw that broke the camel's back was that um, the same day um, as the evening, we we're having this big celebration at church, which meant I had to do all this stuff. And I ran an errand and someone was home with my children. And I got a phone call that said uh, that one of my sons who was trying to be Spider-Man yeah. had fallen, broken his arm. Oh. So this was the day before I was running errands. And so, of course, we took him to the ER. I remember the look on his face and he just, my husband, I met them at the ER and he said, Mom, I can't move my arm. And it was visibly broken. And he said, I can't move my arm. And it's just like, okay. And I'm worried about him, but I know he'll be fine. Lots of kids break their arms. I'm, I'm not one of those weird out moms. Or maybe I was, but he's number five. And it just, it doesn't bother me anymore. <laughs> They'll put him back together again. You know, where's it? But I just remember thinking, I can't believe that it just won't stop. You know? Something in the house had broken down, you know, just, just, it was just a list of things. And now this, and it was one of those, God, you have to be kidding me moments. I don't know if you've ever had that happen. It's just like, <laughs> so from the hospital room the next day, my aunt came and said, I'll, I'll stay with him. Y'all still need to go to the anniversary thing. So it's a very special thing for my parents. So um, I ran home while she was there, got some clothes. I came back to the hospital room got dressed in the bathroom at the hospital. So I was trying to be with him as much as I could. And then I got to the event. I got to the event late, of course. There's a lot going on. I'll never forget that afterwards it was over and I was, you know, doing what I had to do to get back to the hospital. Son is in the hospital. That someone walked up to me and she said, I don't know what it is about you today. Um, she said, you, you just look beautiful. You're all dolled up. And it's a great anniversary to celebrate your parents. She said, but... There's something particularly surreal and strong about you today. And I just remember thinking, it's probably because I'm stonewalling all of you, trying not to, <laughs> trying not to absolutely lose it, you know? And I don't know if you've had that experience where yes. there's chaos reigning in you and then someone outside of you comments on how you just look beautiful today or I could just see the grace of God on you today or... The word that you spoke today was so powerful, and you know that before you led that Bible study or shared that scripture, that you were just thinking, I don't even know how I'm going to get through this. I think about that instance because it was memorable. It was a special event. There was something really wrong that had gone wrong. But I think about that 
in comparison to my bad days, just a bad day. Today was just a mom bad day. You know, today the traffic was bad on top of X, Y, and Z. What God can do in you and through you with what people may never know about, but that He sustains you to walk in that. And so when I shared with that person at that event, I said, well, I'm glad that that's what you see, because let me tell you, (laughs) I got dressed in a hospital bathroom and I'm going to leave this event and go back to that hospital room Mm -hmm. and lay down next to my son. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, it's the grace of God on you then. I wonder what would happen if we walked in that knowledge that the grace of God actually sustains us and strengthens us Mm -hmm. and displays itself well when we don't even have the ability or the strength of mind to, to display it. I often think for me, it's when I'm at the end of myself that God's glory is seen better than me trying to put on a show. There's just, there's something that happens when you cross from my energy to the strength that God has given me to walk in this. Mm. Three years ago, when um, my cousin Winter passed away, she was in her early 30s and four girls from ages 10 to 13. And it was sudden and unexpected. She wasn't ill. And the day of her funeral was the same day as our women's conference. Mm -hmm. And I looked at my mom and I was like, so we still doing the conference? (laughs) Shut it all down. I can't do any of this. And we went through it. But I remember thinking, and I led worship that day. Um, One of the songs that we sang was It Is Well With My Soul. Mm -hmm. And someone commented to me after that, after it, because you're just thinking in the middle of things, how do I get through this moment? She said, I've sung that song a million times, but it was singing it on that day and you singing it, sometimes not singing it because you couldn't get through it. The tears falling, knowing that after you left this conference today, you were going to go bury Mm -hmm. someone you loved. That song has never meant more to me. Than any other time than in that moment when I saw you choosing to rehearse what you believed about God. So I think we often mistake what strength looks like or even what it feels like. Strength is not operating when you feel like you're strong or when you feel like you're all put together or when you feel like you look your best or when you feel like everything that you'd planned to happen and the way you planned it to happen when it happens. The strength of God often makes itself known when you feel like you just can't handle not one more thing. And then grace slides in and says, but I can. And you just ride that. I know we all know, you know, 2 Corinthians is a scripture that talks about God's strength being perfected in our weakness. But I'm also reminded of David saying, my flesh and my heart may fail. Mm-hmm. Like they actually yeah. will fail. Like it's not, it's not even weakness. It's just failure. Mm-hmm. I cannot. But God is the strength of my heart. Mm-hmm. God is my portion forever. Yeah. And this idea that when we get to the end of ourselves, that God has always been there, but that's when we run out of gas, that that's where His strength full on continues to carry us. You know, you've had such a beautiful family. Mm-hmm. I love the Evans family. Mm-hmm. I love every one of your siblings. I loved your mama mm-hmm. and I love your daddy. And I love to sit and just listen 
to just the strength that comes out of you just because you've lived mm. so much life. I mean, you guys have had a mm. lot of deaths yeah. in your family over the last few years mm-hmm. yeah. that we just kind of sit back and go, oh my God, not another one, mm-hmm. not another, mm-hmm. not another. And it is that, mm-hmm. Lord, could one more thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And we've watched you guys from afar mm-hmm. and close. Mm-hmm. And our whole Christian faith is built on one of those weak moments where they thought that Jesus was going to kick butt and take names and he was going, and he didn't. His weakness was not saving himself. I mean, that was, it was all about him not saving himself yeah. because he could. When we are at our lowest, I think that's when God gets the greatest power because I know Corey Tim Boone said, we know that Christ is all you need, but it really all boils down to when Christ is all you have. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How you, when you said Jesus, he didn't save himself. And so what that looked like to other people was apparent failure. Yeah. Right. It's like literally nothing. It's weakness, but it's like lower than that. Yeah. <laughs> When you are at your absolute worst, when you have nothing left, when you cannot pick yourself up off the floor, when there's nothing good that you can even think of to say, because you have no idea how God is going to fix this, Mm -hmm. how he's going to bring you to the next step, how he's going to carry you through, that even then, especially there, that's where his grace is most fully known and experienced. You know, I did an interview with the amazing Catherine Wolf Mm -hmm. uh, recently, Mm -hmm. and she was sharing with me they have done studies and that young people or generations that experience suffering are always stronger than generations that have ease. And I would echo uh, what Lori said, your family has navigated it with grace and strength, but you don't find out who you really are until you're in that season where there is a strength and struggle is strengthening. I don't like that. I wish he would say spas are strengthening, but he says struggle is strengthening. And when you actually have something where life comes crashing down on you and yet you lift your hands and you say, yet will I praise him. When you declare the faithfulness of God, that was that Joseph moment. Mm-hmm. I've not seen it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to continue to interpret other people's dreams. Yeah. And I'm going to keep saying that God is good when I've seen none of it. I've seen nothing but betrayal, imprisonment, lies about myself. That moment, I think God is like, oh, oh, I, I can trust Crystal now. I can see that I'm the strength of her life. And I think we avoid the very things that God wants to use in our lives to build strength in our lives. And I know that, you know, I know from my life, I can look back and see my seasons of hardship Mm -hmm. were the seasons where I learned the most Mm -hmm. about myself and the faithfulness of God. Mm -hmm. And so I love that we're talking about this because I feel like we're coming through a major season of struggle. And where people feel like, I'm weak. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, but yet I'm going to believe that God is my strength in all of this season. I think that all of us have found Him to be that, but He will continue to be that. And I just feel like this is a season for all of us to sing and declare the faithfulness of God, even if we haven't seen it, because it's who He is. I wonder how many people don't realize that it was God who brought them through. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was like, I've heard people say, I don't know how I got through that. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you don't know how you got through that. It's like, I don't know how I got through that. Mm -hmm. And it was God who got you through that. And I think that we can say 
we've heard it a million times. We wouldn't be here right now through all the pandemic and everything that the world has gone through. How did we get here? Yeah. Well, God sustained us through it. And that is an incredible thing to think. We don't even know how He works sometimes. We don't even know how He did it in us sometimes. And that's the marvelous supernatural power of God. Mm -hmm. You can't explain God sometimes. Just can't explain Him out, you know. And it's amazing how many people maybe are even listening right now that can literally say, well, maybe that was God. Mm -hmm. I guess that was God who got me through that, Mm -hmm. how He got me through that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a beautiful thing because I've seen people's lives who they just get hit from every turn. And I think personally to myself, how did they do that? Mm -hmm. Right. How did they do that? Right. You know? And I think people need to see it. I think for a watching world that isn't sure if God can interact in their real lives Mm -hmm. or their real situations, their real suffering, their real mess, it is a game changer when they see someone else going through real stuff, um, struggling with real hope, um, struggling with real loss and real sufferings and seeing God's light shining through the cracks of their lives and God's light shining through real darkness because it shows people how God can interact with their real lives too. And in a culture where we're not praised for being weak or vulnerable or sometimes even honest or authentic, here we see that the truth is that people don't want to be impressed. Mm. People want to be seen. People want to be known. People want to know they're not alone. People want to know that God can interact with their real lives. So as we share the truth about what we're really struggling with, we're sharing with people the truth about how Jesus can interact in our real lives, even in the struggling. Mm-hmm. And people need to see the truth yeah. about how Jesus can be with us in the dirt of our lives. I think it's so important that people see it, that we're not faking what we're going through, that we're not putting on a facade or pretending like everything's okay, but we're showing the truth of what we're really going through and how we're still having hope in Jesus Jesus, even when it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why we have to tell the truth. You know, yeah. if you go to church or you go to work and people who genuinely care about you say, how are you doing? And you say, fine. Mm-hmm. And you're not fine. Mm-hmm. But you somehow think you're bringing more glory to God by not telling the truth. Right. It actually is more honoring to say, you know, actually, things have been kind of tough. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just holding on to hope. (laughs) I just trust to believe that God is at work doing something in my life. That's a better testimony to me than you telling me you're fine and okay. I think honesty about where we are um, while we hold on to hope, because, you know, we don't want to walk around to the blues, you know, well, let me tell you what happened yesterday. You know? I don't think anybody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear it. I didn't really mean it. I didn't really mean it. I didn't really mean it. But there's something about, you know, saying, you know, it's been tough. Yeah, It's yeah. been tough, but here's what I'm choosing to focus on. Here's what I'm learning about God. Mm-hmm. Here's how God has been more real to me in this circumstance. Here are the scriptures. You know, I'm actually glad you asked me that because it's actually been rough. But let me tell you, this one scripture has been life-giving. Right. That right there, right. that is encouraging. Mm-hmm. That is life-changing, and that brings glory to God. So you don't have to lie, and you know, but the point is that you're able to utilize the circumstances where you actually do feel weak to celebrate how God is bringing you strength despite Mm -hmm. that difficulty. Mm -hmm. And for me, 
when you talk about honesty, I'm, I'm thinking about social media and how everybody wants to be polished, mm -hmm. but oftentimes the people who I follow and enjoy the most are the ones who are just real. Mm -hmm. You know, they yeah. just turned on the camera and it is what it is. And then I go, oh, their life is like mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> their life is like mine and look at what God is still doing in their life. Right. So, um, you know, being wise, but mm -hmm. also being honest uh, allows God to be glorified. In Isaiah chapter 40 in verse one, it says comfort. Comfort my people, says your God. And our English word comfort actually comes from two Latin words that mean to strengthen wow. and to give strength and relief and affliction, mm. to make strong or to fortify. Mm. And he has sent the Holy Spirit to comfort us. That is to strong. be strong mm -hmm. when we're at our weakest, mm -hmm. when we think we can't make it. Mm -hmm. We have the Holy Spirit that just works. Yeah. He does the work, you know, and so many times I'll say this, so many times going through the thing and it's like, I can't hardly even pray about this. I just got to get through it. God, right. you just got to help. I don't even know what to say. You just got to help me yeah, sure. get through this time. It's normally down the road a ways where we turn back and we look back and see the faithfulness of God in those times when you just thought, this is it. I remember living up in Hollywood and we had a film production business. And I remember my husband saying, you know, today we're probably going to go close the doors at Generation <laughs> Entertainment. You know, we're at the end. We're just at the end of the line. We're just, we just can't do it anymore. And he'd come back and he'd say, it's just like the wall moved. Mm -hmm. And it's just that one day at a time, it's that grace for the day mm -hmm. that you just get up. His mercies are new every morning. His healing is our daily bread. Yeah. And it's just, can I do it one day? Can I make it through one day? And it's like the wall moves. Right. And then the wall moves and then the wall moves. And all of a sudden you look back and you start going, man, I have grown in my faith. Look how far I've come from you know, January of 2020. Look how far I've come from January 2021. Look at how confident I am because my confidence now is in Christ and my faith is built up and I didn't die then and I'm still alive and I'm still here. There must be more, there must be more. And it just creates a hunger. But then you can see how you've grown too, which yeah. I think is amazing. You know, this idea of the one more thing, the one more year, Yeah. you know, sometimes for me has been one more day. Sometimes yeah. it's been one more minute. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's been one more step. Sometimes it's been one more breath. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it literally is take one more breath. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, that for somebody it's so bad that they don't want to live anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's just take one more breath, you know, just kick the can. Kick the can. Just a little further down. Just a little further down. We're here to kick your can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, and that's why this is so important. Yeah. Because you will think that when you're at the bottom of the barrel, when you feel like all is failure, all is lost, I can't do one more thing. Where is God? When is he going to show yeah. up? That one more step or that one more breath doesn't count. Yeah. But it gets you further yeah. So that you can have perspective, yeah. so that you can see later, as you kept breathing, kept moving, kept living, yeah. that God was carrying you, yeah. that He was faithful. It's a perspective thing. Yeah. yeah. 
And so, you know, it's important for you watching, you know, to know that you got to just keep going. Yeah. I'm reminded of this verse in Romans 5, uh, starting at verse 2. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Mm. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. Mm -hmm knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope mm. does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Mm. So what we see is that when we feel under pressure, one more thing putting me under pressure, that when we persevere through the pressure, this suffering, there's a purpose in the pressure. When you keep enduring through the suffering, it produces patience, which produces character, and that character produces hope. And so I think that's something that I'm holding on to whenever I feel like there's just one more thing or I can't handle any more pressure is that this pressure won't be wasted, that yeah. there is purpose in the pressure, there's purpose in the perseverance, that even the suffering somehow is going to produce endurance and then character and then hope that there is hope at the end of this because the word of God says, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us, that this season won't be wasted if you keep holding on to God and keep taking one more breath and keep being faithful and keep holding on to hope, that the season you're in won't be wasted, that there is purpose in the pressure. And in one translation, it says, so that you will not be lacking one good thing from God. Mm, that's good. I don't want to lack one good thing. Patience has its perfect word. Patient yeah. endures, be, brings forth the promise. Perfect. Yeah. So there is a promise yeah. on the other side of this patient yeah. endurance. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's a promise. When we have patience in the pressure, there's purpose in the pressure, and there's a promise yeah. in the pressure. That's beautiful. So good. Sometimes the hardest part about going through seasons of weakness and failure is feeling like you're being emptied out. Yeah. You were just talking about having room for the promise. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes we don't realize, and we're not open to the good things that God wants to give us because we don't see that we need them. Mm. <laughs> right. We're fine, or we think we're fine the way we are. And it's the trouble of this world. It's the hard stuff that teaches us we need what He has to give, mm -hmm. that we're not even open to receive His promises because we're fine on our own. Mm. It's not until you realize how weak you are and how desperate you are, you know, for God who gives good gifts that you're open to receive the promises, which then are over and above whatever, you know, you, you could have expected. But the being open to receive is not a position that we would willingly choose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we wouldn't willingly choose suffering, but we want to be strong. <laughs> that God would yeah. allow that to happen. Exactly. To, to where right. we can be drained of ourselves exactly. and go, oh my God, mm -hmm. you are all right. I have. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're all I need. Yeah. Right. And then we experience God. And when I read verses beautiful. that say celebrating your sufferings, I think, well, I certainly am not getting a bunch of helium balloons and confetti and celebrating <laughs> that something is hard in my life, but we can celebrate when we have the hope of Jesus. Yeah. We can celebrate when we know He will use us for His purpose, and we can celebrate in knowing that we're not alone yeah. and that there's light at the end of this. Beautiful. Yeah. I just think as we're going into a new year, there have got to be people who are watching us that are like, I don't even want to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Like this whole collective trauma we've had over the last two years, there's been tons of hardship, yeah. lots of grief, mm -hmm. lots of suffering, like the amounts of which we've never seen collectively mm -hmm. before. Yeah. 
And this idea that weakness and frailty and failure even, that something good can come out of that, that God's grace actually experiencing the gift of His grace on the tail end of that hard season is something to have hope about. Yeah, that's good. That I will live long enough and I'm still living to see God's goodness in the land of the living. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to just pray for yeah. those who are struggling to take even one more breath. Yeah. You know, Lord Jesus, I just, mm. I'm so conscious that when we walk through our difficult circumstances that we don't even know sometimes how we make it from one moment to another. We move, some of us have been moving like in a fog, just barely making it. And honestly, maybe even upset with you that you have allowed hardship or hardship upon hardship in our life. So Lord, I just pray for the person who is just hanging on by a thread, who is feeling extremely weak, who is feeling extremely empty and who doesn't understand how they can make it one more day, one more week, and are not excited about going into a new year. I just pray that in this moment, in this hardship, Lord, that you would encourage them through the power of the Holy Spirit to hold on to hope that you are doing something, and that when they look back after continuing to trust you moment by moment, that they will see that your grace was greater still. Help us to trust you to keep moving, And help us to see your grace and your goodness as we choose to hold on to hope. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.